right executives it is uh it is i the h-e-i-c kai um it is tuesday october 25th 159 in the p.m for all intents and purposes we will call this the 2 p.m podcast well that's the timestamp, anyway as far as the actual episode name this one will be called um parenting class which is uh, what i had to take not too long ago um saturday actually that just passed i had to go down to connecticut <clears throat> um to new haven actually why do i feel like i'm so far away from the microphone um anyway so i had to drive down um originally i tried to take off from work that morning but my fucking manager was like can can you just come in maybe you know what i mean the whole the whole thing so i end up coming in um get there prep the papers and i take like half the route pretty much i take the biggest building and um leave the rest for <clears throat> excuse me leave the rest for whoever and from there i finish around 7 like 7:15 and it's about an hour and a half trip from Manhattan to New Haven, which is where I was taking the class. So I get on the road, I get down there, I get to the class at about 9.20 by the time I actually reach the classroom itself. And it was an inter- excuse me, an interesting collection of characters, which you can always expect to find whenever you're going to something that's fucking either court-ordered or dealing with the legal system in any way. Like, you're going to walk into a room with just, like, a bunch of people that are just fucking jaded. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, nobody wants to be there and shit. <laughs> On top of that, like, it's, like, through the legal system, so we all assume that each of us is shady, right? Um, this is me being presumptuous, obviously, and um, making assumptions. But... um. I walk in, and it's all women. There's one other guy, and it turns out that he's there with his... Excuse me. It turns out that he's there with his ex... That he's... Um, they're trying to get divorced. And a way to... Um, if they both attend the class together, it expedites the process. And, you know, they'll be single excuse me have a sip of coffee so he's the he's the only other guy in there and prior to him (laughs) actually you know what's funny i knew i was like in like uh just (laughs) let me all right let me talk about this i walk i got to the fucking place right and this guy sees me get out of the van he sees me get out of archie right which is my van that i own and this guy, I walk over and I'm trying to get into the place. And, you know, he's trying to get in also, I guess. And he's just trying to, like, kind of, like, start conversation, right? I'm not really trying to fucking talk to this guy. Not trying to be an asshole, but just, you know, I've been up since, like, 2 in the morning. Had to travel. Fucking, you know, I have to try to stay awake coming down the Connecticut Turnpike or whatever. And, like, it's like, dude, I'm... I don't want to be here any more than anyone else. Like, don't don't try to make small talk. And then eventually he goes and asks, Escalade parked in the parking lot, and he asked me, like, is that yours? Right? And, like, I'm telling you when I was, like, just so, like, fucking, <laughs> like, you saw me pull into this fucking thing in front of you in a van and walk from the van to this building. Why would you ask me? But still, I looked at it, and I gave it a look, right? I gave it a good two to three seconds before I answered him. Like, yeah, no. And then when I was, like, I'm, as I'm answering no, the door opens and this lady comes out, right? And um, she's like this old, um, this older woman, and she's like trying to, right? Originally, she lets me in, and then the guy doesn't come in, and she's asking him like, like he's like telling her he's a client. She's asking him if he's there for the class. He's like, no. He's asking for a secretary. She's like, there's no secretaries there. It takes like five minutes. It should have taken two seconds. I'm waiting. Um, from there, she like, you know, fucking calls me over. 
right? Like, I walked upstairs when I should have just, like, stayed where I was at and then, like, took the elevator up. Um, So I'm like, all right, here we go, right? It's that whole thing where it's like, it was just like, it's going to be a long day. (laughs) And then she's, like, has my paperwork in my hand. It's like this whole thing where it's like, you know, like, just... Like, I take, please, just, I don't need to, like, I don't need the extra stuff, you know what I mean? And it's, like, this is where, like, New York is a little better than Connecticut, right? Like, Connecticut is better with, like, when people are rude in Connecticut, they're usually, like, they get the job done quick and get you out of there without trying to be personable. In New York, they try to, they try their best to just not do the job. And if they do it, they try to do a bad job, like, and let it go if you don't catch it, Right. Like you'll go to uh, like a like a donut shop and ask for like a croissant and they'll give you a Danish and you'll ask for like a black coffee and they'll put milk in it and they'll let you and they'll let you tip and everything and let you leave <laughs> and then like like if you don't check it right there at the at the counter and be like oh yeah this ain't it oh, oh, oh my phone my phone no 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 don't leave don't leave don't leave right that whole thing like I swear like uh, there's an art to it je ne sais quoi <laughs> um and. So, but what I'm saying is, there wouldn't have been that whole, like, that in-between talking thing. They would have been like, yeah, let's go, let's just get upstairs to the class. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, we get up to the class, and then I get in. I get up to the class. The lady's not going up. She's, uh, I don't know what she's doing in the building necessarily. I think she's a secretary. So I get up there, and like I said, it's um, all women. And the lady who's actually... Um, I guess the mediator or what do you, whatever you call it, the teacher, she's like um, immediately being like snarky where it's like I come in like tired. I am tired, but I don't try to come up like shitty though. But the lady who I was just talking to was a fucking asshole. So I was just like, ah, I'm sorry, at least in my mind, right? That's how I was taking it. So she's like, um, I tell her my name and I give her my paper. Um, right, I repeat my name, then I go and sit down. Then when I sit down, she asks me my name, and I'm just like, uh, it's the one wireless caller, Orlando, Florida. Uh, sh- I'm only going to pick it up because it says wireless caller. Um, give me a second, executives. Hello? GBC business group um so sorry Jessica so (laughs) um what was I talking about just now freak Jessica class right so I get there and she's like what's my name after I you know I say it like three or four times repeat it and give her the paperwork and I saw her write my name down and I'm just like ah here we go the bullshit dude and like I'm like it's the it's the one you just wrote down. So like, yeah, but what is it? I like I just said like three times. All right, yeah, but what is it? And I'm just like ah, and I'm like just I'm like, just like not giving it to her, right? And then like eventually I give it to her, and then like I could tell that like, she's starting to get flustered, right? Like she literally is like hyperventilating, trying to talk. Like it, it looks like she's gonna pick something up and throw it at me. <laughs> and I remember I actually like I actually asked her. I was like I'm like I'm. I'm bothering you, aren't I? I was like, are you? <laughs> I was like, I'm being difficult. Like, am I like, am I, am I bothering you? And he's like, no, not yet. Like, you're, you're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> and, but like, whereas like, I'm messing around, right? Like, where like, I'm being like New York, like, uh, you know, giving her shit because she's giving me shit, right? And she was like, just not ready for that. And I remember... I give her, I you know, I tell her my name, and uh, you know it's right there, and then, you know, at one point everyone starts sharing and it gets to me, and I'm like, all right, before we continue, I want everyone to know that I'm not an asshole. Like I am a bit of an asshole, but um, I'm fully here to cooperate, um, participate and engage. You know what I mean? I'm not so prickly or like, you know what I mean? That like that that. That isn't my natural disposition. Like, that's just not how I am. You know what I mean? I'm not a resting bitch face kind of a guy. Um, and, you know, I started talking. And I remember one lady in there was like, oh, yeah, because I was about to start feeling some type of a way. 
And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like in my uh, in my pig-headed mind, I was like, oh, she likes me. <laughs> you know? Right? That's like the the guy thing I have to tell myself. Um, but oh, as far as the rest of the people in the room, right? The rest of the women, it was kind of uh, almost like split up between the the one who said she felt some type of way. She was kind of like the fucking I'm gonna be the alpha in the room kind of person. Uh, like she would from time to time like almost like challenge like the mediator kind of not at all in like I'm gonna be like hey like you know what I mean she would just try to like talk over her say things um, like that whole suburban I'm gonna like lie, you know like like someone would say something about sleeping all day and like dealing with depression and then someone else would be like well you know I can't um you know, I'm sad. You know, what I mean, I'm dealing with a lot of things, but you know, I don't, I don't have the luxury of sleeping all day because I'm, I'm the breadwinner now, right? Because as far as the women too, like all the women are there because they're trying to get divorced, also. So it's, uh, they're all, they're all dealing with that shit, <laughs> and um, I'm there because I'm trying to get visitation and, um, you know, I guess, whatever, custody that the court may see me fit for, you know, or not fit for getting. Um, but yeah, so there's like that real, and like, she's like real butchy too, right? The, I felt some type of way woman that said that to me, she was like, um, she talked very fucking manly, dude. Like, and by that, I mean like she talked like in masculine terms, like fucking catching the play, fucking, you know what I mean? We're just gonna like, I'm gonna run that shit. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you talk like a plumber. Like, you talk like your husband. <laughs> You talk like your ex and shit, and uh, it sounds like her. She sounds like it sounds like her husband's a foreman. Um, you know, like he probably like makes good money doing like fucking landscaping or some shit, or plumbing. Like judging by the way she, she talks, like a plumber, dude. And uh, that's what I'm gonna call her from now on. She's a plumber. <laughs> and and um, there's there was another woman that she was really chummy with. Um, and out of all the people in that room, she was probably the the milfiest. <laughs> <laughs> like a little chunky but really pretty in the face and like like when she t- I don't know she was she was a vibe she didn't talk at all and that's another thing that I noticed and I thought was pretty pretty hot I was like yeah, I like her I was like we could we could make bad choices together <laughs> but uh I didn't try to flex any creep muscles in the in the in the room in the class should I say I didn't try to like you know come up on push up on anybody then there were like two um, like younger, at least by like demeanor wise, right? There was one that was like real. My husband, like, uh, like I used to deal, I used to deal with so much abuse and bullshit. Kind of, uh, like just fed up with the whole thing. Uh, a little butchy, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, oh, I was about to, go, I was about to say some real off color shit. Um, but yeah, she's probably a fox if you get my drift. <laughs> Sorry, that was a creep, right? Even that laugh, I try to, I try to put off that little laugh at the end. Don't believe that laugh. I, I didn't believe that laugh. But still, she was a fox, kind of. But uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Seemed like she was a little freaky. I'm sorry. I, I gotta say it, right? It's like, just say it. You curse. You, you can talk about this. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. She had piercings and shit too. I was like, yeah, she's probably the one. Like the milfy one is like. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm objectifying women like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> but you know what? They would appreciate this, okay? Because they're dealing with divorces, and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. <laughs> That's how I rationalize my scumbagginess. And then there was another young lady who, in all honesty, she seems the most un... Uh, like, the most unsuspecting of the scenario. I think, from what I gathered, they all filed. They're all the petitioners of their um, of their divorce, the females. But she's the one that seemed like she wasn't actually, like, you know what I mean? She wasn't really pushing her chips forward. She was more or less bluffing, you know? And kind of expected this guy to either get his act together and come back around or she just didn't quite 
process everything, right? Because she's the one that kept on talking about, like, she has kept on using terms like, he's already moved on with his life. He's already moved on with his life. Well, he's already got, you know, he's already got a new wife. Not a new wife, you know what I mean? He's already moving on and all these things. And then, like, she would, like, talk about her kid. And um, she seemed like a really, like, decent lady for all, like, you know what I mean? For what I saw. Um, very well-spoken, um, very well put together like younger too like you know what I mean she had like pink hair she had like that like um, you know like just that young vibe young city vibe like and uh, but very nice and like she just seemed kind of out of all of them like the sad one you know um, and you know that, that sucked but it was uh, it was an interesting class, right? Now that I actually talk about all of them this way, because I originally planned on maybe even like just ragging, to be honest. And the only person that I can kind of maybe do that about um, would be the actual class teacher. And I didn't like her secretary. And I didn't like how they treated the secretary, though. That's one thing, right? That's where I found myself in conflict. Like, there was like... Uh, um a very condescending like air in the way that everyone addressed her and it was almost like she fucking encouraged that shit and i didn't like that shit that's what i didn't like i was like yeah like you are you doing like the auntie thing right now you know and um like while they're like talking shit to you and i didn't like that and then um i remember one point but she was being like fucking shitty though to me also so it would probably lead me to believe that there's a chance that she was kind of just has that um <laughs> that shitty sweet <laughs> that shitty sweet vibe you know where it's just like um veiled contempt that she can't really veil that well um and that's just like you know and that's another thing too right i'm i'm in a room full of women Right where like they're a little more cerebral than than us, um, than the average heterosexual pig-headed alpha male, right? Um, but that's where I kind of like found myself relishing in the moment where I found the day wasn't a loss. Excuse me, let me reposition myself. Where I didn't find the day was a loss, it was like research. And I remember when we got to the end of the class, the lady was like the the number one takeaway and frankly um i'll get to that um but as far as it pertains to the women um the main fucking takeaway was that um these women were hurt like all of them um and it's it's one of those things where you know everyone engaged actually i'll say that too that's the first time where I really felt the um, the benefit of just fucking talking, you know? And I might want to look into, like, support groups or, like, maybe even starting a group myself. But, like, you know, just getting into the whole thing. And I have been thinking about, like, uh, like counting my sobriety days since that day. But, um... And, you know, that was, like, me saying, you know, what my takeaway is from the class. And, but, it's like, you know, that's, um, as far as them, like, oh, no, like, but that's me being an asshole. Like, these are hurt women, hurt people. But also, like, the effect that hurting someone can have, right? Because while me and my son's mother didn't have that long of a connection um, prior to her getting pregnant, it's like, you know, we share... Like, we're literally sharing a life together until the both of us die, you know? Um, you know, by way of my son. And, like, we'll always be connected in that way. So it's like there is something, you know, very... Uh, there's something very intimate about that, obviously, in there. And, um, you know, maybe it's something that I wasn't aware of. And... Um, not gonna lie I don't I don't mean this in a sexual way but I think about her a lot lately um and I really want to be a help to her you know I don't care if she's um 
receptive to it or not necessarily and by that meaning like you know i don't care if she's like you know thank you or anything like that it's just like i really just need to start pulling my weight a lot more um i don't need shit you know what i mean i really don't need anything so just you know do what i can whenever i can to just make her life easier um it's something that going forward i'm gonna just always have that in the front of my mind um and this really stems from the conflict resolution meeting that we had for my son when i started this process this time um or when i started this process because any time that i tried to file before it was almost i guess like a half-hearted attempt really you know what i mean and you know well i guess i'll leave that where that's at um but when we show up to the conflict resolution i'll be honest i didn't see an angry woman like you know and i believe more so than anything um not more so than anything but i do believe that there's anger underneath there right um and frustration rightfully so but like i saw like a like tired woman you know what i mean and a hurt woman and not hurt necessarily in the sense that like heartbroken just like um like i remember and i'm i remember her saying and this is what's been sticking with me the entire time since i've left that room is um like it's not easy to raise a kid right and it's that thing where it's like no matter what like i remember making my decision for selfish reasons but selfish reasons for the greater good of me and his relationship but like it just it didn't work out that way so it's like i don't know what that thought really fucking matters now as far as like how much it was worth but i do know when she said it it's not easy to raise a child it was like it's about him and it's like all right i didn't have to like it's just like i didn't put him first you know and it was just that simple and you know i'm just like fuck bro like that like i that one hit me so hard in the gut that it still sticks with me and uh she was the one that back in the day i was saying how my son's uh my brother my my best friend justin my brother i call him my brother 100% my brother um we used to say like you know you someone got to tell you about yourself um and we got that from her she used to say that but um you know i felt like even though she didn't necessarily say anything to me it was just like yeah dude like fucking it's not free to raise a child and even though she does get assistance from the the state so to speak right i guess from at one point i don't know if she does anymore um uh, because they put me on child support, right? So they put you on child support with... Because um, originally she didn't want to get it, right? I offered to get put on child support. And it was kind of like a, you know, like... You're like... I don't want to go too far into that, right? I do want to I do want to have a... A... um A podcast that's dedicated to my son. And I will go a little deeper into, like, things um, that pertain... A little bit to the whole dynamic of you know me his mother and you know him and I'm, there's not real like uh like you know what i mean there's like there, there isn't like any like dramatic like family household thing like i wasn't in the household um when he was born and prior to that like you know there were we had a fling during the summer when i met her and then after that it was like very like volatile hostile interaction and it would just pretty much be me being a drunk idiot in new york like fucking harassing her you know um but like all all of these things like you know what i mean like the thing about me today that i'm most proud of is my ability to just look at situations for what they are you know like the only way that i can not repeat that is to be just uncomfortably honest and how it went down and how I contributed to it um because other than that I'm lying you know and it's a big way it's a, it, it plays a big factor in how I just operate in life day to day but not to go too far into the weeds back to the parenting class so um 
and I love my parents. I love my parents, dude. Um, I honestly think that I am the man I am because I have taken bits and pieces from their um, personality. Like, both of my parents are very much independent-minded. My mother is, like, the DIY queen. Um, like, and that's kind of where I get that. Like, I do a lot of, like, I'm trying to make something or I'm going to try to, like, see if I can do it my own. Like, you know what I mean? Like... It might be a little ghetto, but you know it work. It work. Zoning law, no. <laughs> but um, and then my father, you know, the whole like uh, and like well spoken. Uh, I like to think I'm well spoken, and like that. Well, I can't say the reading. They both read. Um, I can't say the reading thing is like specifically about. Um, specifically comes from my dad, because both my parents read. Um, and growing up, I watched both of them read all the time. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Um, I'm a fucking product of fucking trauma. You know what I mean? I'm, like, super, like, I was watching this fucking, these clips. And I remember, like, I was the only one who was, like, the product of, like, a divorce. And uh, I remember, like... Uh, like thinking just like holy fuck dude like hey i'm fucked up ain't i huh? and like a lot of the things that i saw that the kids was like doing like you know the, the the acting out the um the inability to focus like and the thing is like i'm not like i'm not a dunsky not to put it not to you know what i mean not to not to make a joke out of it like you know what i'm saying i'm not a lame dude when it comes to like like I'm not soft and all right. Let me, I'm I'm not dumb. You know, it's like yeah, dude. Like I, if you put me in a room full of kids, like at any time in my life, I've never felt like like the dumbest kid. Even though there's been there's been plenty of times where I had like a teacher's aide <laughs> who would like sit with me. Um, I don't remember ever having one that walked with me from class to class. But like there would be like certain times where like yeah, not he. I need someone there. <laughs> But I thought that was more like me being like just super fucking uh, than um, being a nincompoop, right? But um, I'm saying that I I uh, I think that that was like a byproduct of just like wanting attention. I think that's why like now that I'm older, I don't seek it, right? Because as a kid, it was like I like I wanted it so bad, right? I was like. Had those fucking abandonment issues and shit, wanting to belong. And, like, I'm watching these videos, and it's like, wow. And this is where, like, I don't know how... Like, I know my son calls his stepfather dad, right? And it's one of these things where I don't... I don't know how... Um, like, I never called my stepdad dad, and I've known him all my life, right? Also, when he was here, it was like I called him, like, by his name. So it's like there was always that bit of like disconnect where like he's not quite my dad, and it's just like known. Whereas like, and I'm not sure how much of a factor that played or didn't play, right? Um, but like with him, it's like um, I know that he thinks that's his father, and you know for all intents and purposes that's his. That's you know I'm trying. I'm not gonna fucking say that, but you know you know <laughs> fucking I'm, I'm I'm yeah that's like that's just yeah, I'm uh, f fuck that I'm an American man I'm not gonna say that shit but you know they have that dynamic and that relationship and that love for each other and I'll respect that but um my thing is like how does he treat my son right like does my son like get the same level of treatment that this guy's son has because he has a kid with her also now. I'm just saying, like, the, the factor that it plays. So, like, you know, maybe he doesn't have that. I'm not going to lie, man. I don't think I made the right decision in not being around, but I don't think I made the wrong decision either. Um, I think I made a decision. And I think living with it has been very fucking hard. Um, but the best thing about that class is just reinforcing, like, every morning I wake up and it's I just think about him. And, uh, I mean, I was thinking about him before already. But it's like, man, I was in that class, and it's just like, man, I got to get to my kid. I got to get to him, man. And, like, watching those videos was like, fuck. Like, the 
I don't want him to be like any kind of like reserved or any kind of anything. I just want to be a resource for him, you know. Um, the class, right? The class, fucking. I think I am talking about the class, but let's keep it on that, right? Um, <laughs> I remember, man. Like, there's like I said before, like people would kind of uh, like the ladies. They would like use each other's like you know like baggage against the other one like so one would talk about being depressed and sleeping and then the other someone else would be like yeah i can't sleep all day because you know like i get money pretty much but like in the suburban night kind of way <laughs> um and then like the teacher at one point i told my story and how like i was a fucking scumbag and how i was an alcoholic and I wasn't around and I left and how my son hasn't seen me since he was two years old and he doesn't know me as his father. He doesn't know me at all. And you know how I was depressed like depression how I was depressed and I would like, you know, I would have times where like I could sleep, you know, for like days on end. I could stay in bed and just, you know, do the whole like catatonic thing. And Somewhere along the line, someone else was talking about how they were dealing with, you know, like, we got to, like, the five stages of depression kind of shit. And then someone else was talking about something. And then, like, the mediator lady kind of, like, brought it up where it was like, yeah, well, you know, you know, you know to be in your kid's life, pardon that, you know, it's like to be in your kid's life, you can't be, uh, you can't be drinking and drugging and sleeping all day and shit. And I remember <laughs> It got like so awkwardly quiet, and I remember just smiling like, "Yo, this lady is so fucking heavy-handed." <laughs> and um, even that man, I remember you just. Oh, there's so many like instances of her just like, you know what I got the vibe I got, I got the vibe where like, because <clears throat> it's in New Haven, right? So that's like. Connecticut's like um, like they're urban areas, right? But technically, there's those suburbs. To New York, they are anyway. I don't think that changes. Like I think once you hit Waterbury, I'm not sure if Waterbury falls under um, falls under New York's metropolitan area or like Greater Hartford. But um, anyway, it was like um, like I'm saying, like she gave me like that vibe where like she thought she was gonna like be like almost like the city slicker and um she was very much the country bumpkin like you know what i mean like it was very much like pole dunk vibes <laughs> like um like i thought it was cute I, like in my mind she kept on trying to do things to like either trigger me or just like it was like city shit i remember having a conversation with my co-worker at fresh direct and he was one of the few people um that i just came across that like is from New York and Connecticut. Um, well, I'm not sure if he's from New York and Connecticut or if he's from Connecticut um, and lives in New York now. But uh, he was like from Norwalk, right? And I remember how you know we were talking about how Norwalk had a Nordstroms and shit now, right? They build like uh, was like NoHo or something, and. Uh, they have like a Nordstrom. I was like, oh shit! Like, I didn't know they had Nordstroms in uh in, in Connecticut, in Norwalk. And he's like, oh yeah, now they start building that shit now, blah blah. And you know, I was telling how I haven't been that way in a long time. And I was like, oh yeah, it's fucking that shit is more Westchester County. And he's like, yeah, it really is. <laughs> and um, right to like to drive my point home, it's like Westchester County is like a slower New York, right? It's like more New York City but slower. Right, think of a slower Queens and Brooklyn kind of vibe, like the immediate, like suburbs like New Rochelle, Mount Vernon, Yonkers, um, yeah, like that. Right, those have like kind of like the outer boroughs, like a slower outer borough vibe, <clears throat> and then the further away from uh, the city, the more like you know, rural it gets and then Connecticut southern Connecticut is like more Westchester County um until you get up to like 860 and then it's like more Boston <laughs> I'm sorry Connecticut I got love for you my son was born in New Haven so you know it's all love and it's like when I go to like Westchester County 
right? And um, like I go to Westchester County for like shopping, and um, just because like the it's one a little less packed, and two the people are a little less shitty when you like get to the register. <laughs> it makes a big difference for the experience in my end. I mean, in my experience, but so when I go to Connecticut, it's like a slower Westchester County. Um, people are almost even nicer, usually. By and like, not not so much that they're nicer; they're less inclined to go out of their way to be rude. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not like being fucked with, they're not gonna just fuck with you for the sake of fucking with you. Which is a very city vibe, okay? So, um, and the reason why I bring all this up, <laughs> I know it's, I'm just so drawn out, but it's like she just kept on trying to like do little things, and I'm just like, lady, you're like, I'm like fucking. Like, it was just great. It was great. I, like, in my mind, that was an exercise in being dominant. And I didn't, like, try to, like, be dominant. But, like, you know what I'm trying to say? It's one of those things about being confident to the point where, you know, I'm able to notice other people's... Um, this is going to all be fucking pig-headed. I'm the fucking... It looks like this asshole. Um, but it's one of those things where... I just, I was still, you know what I mean? And just able to observe the things around me. And, like, especially, like, the mediator lady. Pretty much just her. Just trying so hard to, like, uh, like, I guess in my mind, I remember saying, like, at one point when we got in there, like, is this a dominance thing? When she kept on trying to get me to say my name after I've already said it, right? And I gave her the paperwork and all these things. And uh, she tried to be like, no. And then, like, in my mind, like, she's kept on trying to do things to, like, be, like, dominant. And I just thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, you're so bothered. And I remember just thinking, like, it's so noticeable. And, um, <laughs> but it was okay. And it felt like projection, really. And I remember when I talked about me being an asshole and a scumbag and, you know, not being able to quite. Um, be a father my inability to be a father to my son you know she brought up how like inadvertently I think or subconsciously or maybe I'm not sure what but the fact that she was like abusive to her kid right she said that like you know she hit her kid and left a mark on the face and then that it was at that point she knew she couldn't deal with her kid anymore and told the grandmother to come get him and all these things. And I'm not going to lie to you. I thought she was talking about an older kid. Right? At least. Let's say. Let, let's say 10, 12, 14. Right? Tweens. Fucking early early adolescence. Right? And. She's talking about an 8 year old. Like. Um, at least that's when it reached the point where like. Alright. This is kind of. Um, you know out of my control as far as me not being able to put my hands on you and I'm like oh yeah that's uh and it got weird it got weird after that I'm not gonna lie to you um but you know she followed it up with the with her son's uh achievements in life and it seems like he's doing pretty good for himself you know what I mean he went to good schools and she chalked it up to a, a teacher that he has and his grandmother and as his mother, I'm pretty sure she definitely had uh, um, contributed to... Fuck, this son went away, huh? I wanted to fucking... Doesn't matter. We're working. I have like three podcasts in. This is like my third one of the day, dude. I'm getting it in, bro. <laughs> um, I'm not going to put them all up today. But, um, yeah. like uh, Actually, I might have to today. Only because... Um, I kind of reference, um, I'm, well, I might not put this one up today. Um, it's October 25th, Tuesday. Um, this one may not get put up today because I know I referenced the first two, which is um, F. Kanye and then kind of like a day check-in, right? Like a random ass, like just rambling of today. Um, but this one is more, excuse me, this one is more, you know, dealing with my life, something that's happened that I can actually touch on. But other than that, right? The fucking other than the lady trying to be like 
trying to like subconsciously establish this dominance thing, it was it was a good experience, man. And it also showed me the importance of finding the proper partner, which I've kind of already been like made fucking privy to. You know what I mean? Like, like I said before, I've been celibate for four years. That's um, like I understand the importance um, of you know people being in uh, close proximity to you. If you get my drift um, in relationships so to speak but uh i think like i think i want to do a podcast about the difference between originally between new york and connecticut and i think i'm going to do that but i don't think i'm going to do it originally how i planned which was i'm going to talk about um like how pretty much connecticut is like uh suburbanites and new york isn't i think i am going to do one on suburbanites and people who live in the city and maybe even the country like but like specifically that way and then do another one about New York and Connecticut and culture but not from like that whole like uh they think they slick blah blah blah, blah. that I'll save for suburbanites cuz I'm I'm finding that it has a lot less to do with that cuz I was in White Plains the day before I had to go to Connecticut and I'm like yeah this is very much like the White Plains vibe but like not to be funny like you know what i mean um because connecticut is like kind of known for like you know the, the have money state um I was like, this is like a broke it's like, <laughs> i'm like this is like a broke white plains and shit um but i remember like the people uh like someone someone held the door for me they held two doors for me I'm like fuck i was like damn i get used to that shit right there though right I'm, i like that um just for the sake of doing it for the, their fellow person. And I was like, damn, I don't see that shit anymore. But, um, probably not. I'm under the fucking freeway. <laughs> this is a great spot. I'm telling you, this is like, this really is the office. I've been, since I've been coming here and doing this, like, I've actually been doing it. And I'm able to stay on point. I don't get distracted. Look at that. As soon as I say something. But yeah, that's the fucking post that I boosted. Wait, this is not the fucking uh, podcast that we talked about. That was the last podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talking about how I've been, um, I'm taking the podcast and social media and everything a lot more serious. And um, but that still kind of factors into what I'm talking about. Um, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And even though I think that's more of a political statement. Um, I think it's universally applicable um, to different scenarios. So, yeah, like, I like, uh, I like, I like where I'm at today. I like where I'm at in life. It's, it's stressful, but it's good stress. Um, it's the stress that lets me know that I need to do a little bit more, but I'm able to stay afloat, you know what I mean? the other day when they booted the car and I think I should do a proper podcast about that also um, when I listen to this back I'll, I'll make notes um, about when Archie got booted and I still have the video for that and I have to record that and I think that's going to be what I end my day on for myself personally excuse me excuse that um, and like this right now everything I'm talking about I could I could blog about like oh yeah you know everything's coming together everything's fucking good fucking uh, check all my shit out <laughs> you know as opposed to like alright this is what I'm gonna be talking about from now on like just do and like as I do you know get immersed and you know let what comes from that come you know it's like dude this is such more of a fulfilling way to like I just I can't help but thinking that it's really like a fucking karma feng shui chi energy thing you know like okay my i'm able to focus on the podcast i'm getting to work every day i'm i'm actually making real progress with getting into my son's life um you know anytime that i fall into a snag one way or another i find a way to kind of get out of it don't get me wrong sometimes it's with help like that's okay it's like i like i said the last podcast 
that I uploaded. Like, I'm very adamant of the fact that to make real progress from time to time, we're going to need help, right? Um, sometimes more than others. Um, with that, though, executives, um, like, right, like I said, like, like I took, I, as far as the class goes, I took, I thought it was beneficial. Um, there's a lady, and this is, I'm going to end on this. There's a lady who I met in Brooklyn. The same way, I'm not going to lie, when I walk into these classes, I tend to be the fucking asshole, but I tend to also be like the teacher's pet by the time I'm gone. Even though this last lady, um, we got nicer to each other and warmed up, I didn't even bother to get her name because I felt like she was being so rude, right? Even though I felt like she didn't pull it off at all. I feel like her tension behind it was like so fucking um, obvious that I didn't even bother to actually vocally say bye. You guys got up after she gave me my like pamphlet and I just put my hand up to kind of say bye to the class. I didn't even bother to ask her her name. Um, and I haven't even looked at the sheet of paper to get it because I really don't want to know it. But um, that's neither here nor there. The lady that I met in the class in Brooklyn, this is when I was like getting, I was in a shelter and I had to take you know, the employment classes and things. And um, she told me, I got same thing. I walked in there and I was kind of being like an obnoxious asshole and you know, fucking being full of myself but she was, she she was, I felt like she dropped gems, you know, but the one that she really gave me, aside from like tone that shit the fuck down when it really matters, um, is that no opportunity is wasted time. Like your time is never wasted if you're making the most of it. So like if you're a writer and you have to go somewhere, let's say like if you're in her class right now and you have to be here and you don't want to be here, right but you're a writer like you can take this time to like just sit down and write some other shit like whatever i give you to do right fucking phone that home you know phone that in give me that but you could like you know take this as an experience to like gauge people or you could just fucking write in your notebook and doodle and whatever but you know what i mean like you the fact that you're looking at this like oh, i don't i don't gotta be here i'm wasting my time and you're not doing anything but just being here sitting trying to be negative instead of like you know actually trying to like you know what i'm trying to say she's like all right if you don't want to engage with this like you know fake engage with it and do your own thing but like actually wasting your own time like actually sitting here and like choosing to just maybe be an ignorant person or just uh you know like even like not be like i'm just trying, there's always something to be taken away from every fucking scenario you know and it's like that's how i looked at yesterday you know not yesterday, but the parenting class when I went on Saturday. It was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm going to take notes. And um, even though a lot of stuff was very fucking straightforward, like writing it down, I felt reinforced it. Like for one, pardon that, for one, um, like don't have conflict with the other parent. Like, you know, um, especially around the other kid. The kid picks up on the vibes, but actually being vocally conf uh, confrontational with the other parent it makes a child take sides, even if he doesn't, you know, unconscious, um, unconsciously, he takes sides, like, you know what I mean? And he'll pick and choose sometimes, whatever. And it can, like, sometimes actually not only make his, their life more stressful, but it can, like, actually throw fire onto the flame because now it's, like, fucking, you know, eventually you guys are going to start pointing out the fact that this kid is taking sides <laughs> like hey you, you see what you, you're using and then it just it it it, it mushrooms so um yeah i i i was in there and like i said to them like i'm i don't mean to be prickly um you know i didn't go into the oh, you know, been working and shit i didn't i didn't do that i just you know i apologize for being prickly you know what i mean um i'm here to engage and be receptive to what it is that is going on and that was that's the truth because it's beneficial to me you know also my son because i'm here for me and my son i'm not here for these people you know and um uh, i just i think i'm done that's 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 just what 
I just think I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I can keep doing these like this, I might. I might be able to do a lot more than like one or two a day. Um, however, I have a day to actually go about, and it is a lot later in the day. I went to sleep and then did this, and um, I kind of wanted to follow up with this pizza place that I went to. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go there. Um, I think I'm probably better off just heading home. Uh, call them, maybe, you know, to see if uh, they still need something. Because I saw the post was still up on Craigslist. But the post is from, like, two weeks ago. So, uh, like, ten days ago or so. But, I, like I said, it's still up. So I think I'm going to call them and just see what's what. And then um, when I go home and I edit these, try to like mark down some uh, some other places in Queens and in Brooklyn. And then I probably got to do some Grubhub tomorrow. But anyway, that's tomorrow, and we'll check in tomorrow. But executives, um, I hope I've been doing a good job of keeping you company. Um, I would like I would actually like to hear some some feedback from anyone who's like. Fucking, even if it's like shit talking I would love to hear any of that I'm gonna try to like go about setting some uh, you know maybe putting these up on YouTube and then you know uh, having something of a comment uh, almost like a forum you know what I mean but you know like the comment section like not to fucking not to fucking dick ride Joe Rogan's fucking thing but you know how fucking JRE has the you know like uh, Anyone who really listens, let me not say that. Let me not say that. That anyone who is a real Joe Rogan fan, as far as the podcast goes, knows that the YouTube comment section of the JRE, the Joe Rogan experience, was uh, arguably just as good as the actual podcast itself. Some of the best times you would have watching a Joe Rogan podcast is like going through the comment section before you watch the episode and just seeing like random ass like uh references like the Joe Rogan and hey man I only eat fucking elk something 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 podcast <laughs> or or whatever you know what I mean and then like you come across a part where he's like talking about like hey man that you still got the elk I gave you <laughs> And it would just add to, like, the thing, um, the experience. Um, no pun intended. Or maybe pun intended, right, Joe? I'm sorry, Mr. Rogan. I don't mean to talk to you like that, um, using your first name and shit. <laughs> but no, executives, whatever you have available to you, morning, evening, night, whenever you're hearing this, I hope you make whatever you have available to you, um, or whatever you have available to you, I hope you make the most of it. And you have a great whenever. Be well. Executives, 2.53 in the p.m. Excuse me. Tuesday, October 25th, 2.53 in the p.m. Kaire Mupia, signing out. Peace.